The Youthscape Podcast. Who's doing the intro? <laughs> well, hello, hello, everyone. <laughs> oh, you are. All right, let's well, start again. Let's start again. Let's start. Well, welcome to Youthscape Podcast number... Four hundred and seventy-eight. Brilliant! You are so welcome. It's not that many, my friends. It's not that many. Those like weeks. Has it been that long? I would like to just open the podcast today. It's all about me. And uh, I, Martin, and I have just popped out, and we've gone to a local coffee establishment. Yes. And uh, it's a local coffee establishment where you have to write your name on a, on a little cup, um, <laughs> to say it's your coffee. And the woman who served us. Uh, reckons that Martin, you, she was very clear to say you don't particularly look like him, but you have a very similar vibe about you to Count Arthur Strong. Yeah, that's... So much so that she's actually written it on the card. That is, uh, that is agonising. In fact, I think the words came out of your mouth, could you not think of somebody attractive who is a film star? No, that may have been what I said, but I was nervous (laughs) and embarrassed. So forgive me. She was quite insistent though. She wasn't she was. budging from no. that core belief. I've had a lot of looky likes <laughs> over the year and they're never, they're never we're positive never flattering. One. Never flattering. Uh, and of course, I, uh, the one that recurs okay. is Sue Perkins <laughs> from Bake Off. Oh, I can really see yeah, that yeah. one. Now that you've said that, yeah. I'm sorry, Martin, but from now on I'm going to experience you as Sue Perkins. Well, many have <laughs> and many do. I actually did a whole series of Bake Off without anyone knowing. Without anyone noticing, you got the pay yeah. packet. Well, who would, who would I come across? Who would I be like? Who do you... I think it must be some kind of cartoon character, because I just feel yeah. like I come across quite like, Hi! How are you? Get me some coffee! I'm not high enough already! I mean, you don't look like a TV star. You are TV star, Rachel <laughs> Gardner. <laughs> From my, 2005 TV fun. series, Parachute No Sex, Please, with Teenagers. Parachute Pants, they were all the rage then. I do sometimes have young people look at me now and they go, oh, you were, you were from the... Oh, yes, I can now see it is. But they get really close really? and they see my fine lines. I embrace the fine lines, that's yeah, what I say. absolutely. Embrace old age, it gets better. In fact, I was speaking at a girls-only conference recently, loads of teenage girls, and I said to them, girls, I am 41, and they clapped me. Oh, wow, for so achieving now, that. I've now hit the age where just simply stating your age gets around Wow, course. I thought that happened when you were 70. I, well, I think, obviously, for women, it happens a whole lot younger, and I'm going to embrace that. Yeah. I'm very excited about that. Wow, so, I don't think you look like anyone famous, but if anybody no. listening thinks Rachel, and I appreciate this is an audio <laughs> medium, uh, thinks that Rachel looks like a famous person, do email then us. Please get in touch. Podcast at youthscape.com. Yeah, and, and I did ask a lovely lady in the coffee shop to write on my cup, Beyonce. She oh. wouldn't do it. Because <laughs> well, I just, I'm not cool. Like you may, there may be people you look like. But, but not Beyonce. Beyonce may She's be out of my league. She's out of my league. What has she written on my cup? She's just written Martin on my cup. Yeah. Because she wrote it on strong. your cup. <laughs> she wrote it on mine. Anyway, pull it back in. Because people want to hear Youth Ministry Nuggets. They're sat there saying, for goodness sake, you two, stop chatting about your life. Talk to us about youth ministry. And we will, dear friends, because it's what gets us up in the morning. It's what we're so excited about. And today, I know every week we say this, um, but we want to, first of all, acknowledge how much we love Ollie Deeks and Vicky Pickett-Genge. And, of course, Dr. Len. Dr. Len, hello, it's Dr. Len. Dr. Don't Len crash your car. I know it's York. exciting that we said your name, but don't crash. Thank you so much, all of you, for tuning in, wherever you are, whoever you are. We love you, individually, personally. It's so cheesy. <laughs> no idea who you are, but I love you. But today, we've got a very exciting interview with somebody we, we genuinely are like go a bit gaga about, oh, don't yeah. we? Oh, yeah. So we he's, love this guy. Well, he's become a bit of a friend of ours over the last uh, year or so. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, many people who, who kind of connected in with the emergent movement in, over the last sort of 15 years in the States might be familiar with his name already. Uh, and his name is Mark Scandrett. And really, his passion is about finding more authentic uh, ways for people to connect with Jesus. So he's not really about just developing programs and resources uh, that are just, you know, how to study the book of Mark and how to, uh, you know, how to learn how to become, I don't know, slightly better in your prayer life or something like that. He's about absolute, deep, authentic transformation. And he's trying to create stuff that does that. And one of the interesting things, one of the most interesting things about Mark uh, is that when he does something new, like one of these books or uh, the resource that he's working on at the moment with, with us here at Youthscape, um, he doesn't just do, uh, you know, six months of writing and then the resource gets published and he moves on to something else. He actually sits with this idea for about three years. So he marinades it, he tests it, he, um, he tries stuff out, w works out what's not working, he travels around the world, he listens to people, he talks to people. He's got a brilliant approach to innovation, um, which is why I think he's so special. Yeah. Um, so I, I want to commend him, actually. Yeah. Um, I think he's going to do more and more in the UK, which is really exciting. Uh, and he's particularly now thinking about um, focusing on youth ministry. Brilliant. And, uh, and so he's, he's working with us he here is, at Youthscape. He is, and he came and led one of our retreats. He did. And one of the overwhelming stories he told me that has just stayed in my brain like an earworm is um, he talked about a guy just in that they're part of the west coast of the States. A guy was a teenage boy murdered on the street. And so him and some of the others in his church community just went down and just helped the area lament the death mm, of this guy mm. and just held the community in that place mm. of pain and lamenting and grief and, and just brought such dignity and mm. just brought the presence of God. who He's already there, isn't he? But just mm. made that so engaging. I, just so powerful. So what we did, lovely friends, is we asked Alex, who is working with Mark Scandrett on some resources and this kind of model around youth ministry. We asked Alex, who runs our local work, if she would catch up with Mark and ask him some killer questions about transformation. This is what she discovered. The Youthscape Podcast. Well, I'm here with Mark Scandrett. Mark, it's great to have you here. Um, and I, I want to ask you, Mark, um, you've, you've been working in this field for a long time. Why is it so important to you that young people experience something of what it is to follow Jesus, that kind of practice-based approach. Like, why is that so important? Mm. Yeah, great question. Um, I, I, th I think that um, Jesus invites us into a, a whole new way of life, a way of life that's um, most real and true to what is. And so the, the, um, the way human beings learn best is by getting a vision being invited into an experience or practice and then reflecting on that. And so it is the way we learn best is through practice and experience. And what, what do you, when, I guess when you, when you look at um, the way we approach youth work at the moment across, across the Western world, perhaps um, over in the US where you are and, and here in the UK, what is, it, what is it that perhaps needs to change then? Because maybe a lot of us youth workers think that we are, think that we're offering um, experiences, moments where we can kind of get into yeah. practices. But what, what is it that, you, that you're, what's your sense that needs to I change? I think the temptation is to tell um, youth what we know mm. um, and, mm. and to, to, to try and educate about what 
the Bible says. And that's definitely uh, a task. But there's a way, I think, to approach it where first we try and get in touch with the, what I like to say is get in touch with the ache. So why, why does what we might discover in Scripture and the life of Jesus even matter? And that starts with, um, with maybe some kind of question or experience that helps us get in touch with ourselves a bit more. Um, example, you and I were with some students yesterday and we, mm. we asked them, um, what are the events in our world that are breaking your heart right now and making you sad? And then, uh, and then what, what are the events closer to home in your life um, that are making you feel sad? If you could take the risk to share mm. a little bit more about that. And after we've done that kind of sharing, then we can introduce the topic of mourning and lament, and it means something. Mm. Whereas if we just said, hey, today I want to talk to you about, you know, this theme in scripture called lament, that mm. wouldn't, wouldn't really connect. Yeah, yeah, and we saw that in a very real way, yeah. didn't we? There was a lot of lamenting, very real lament, lamenting going on, there we? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So tell us a bit about Nine Beats, because that's been your, this has been your baby, this is yeah. what you're working on at the moment for the last, last, Kind of year or yeah. so. I'm super excited about it. We're um, you and I are working together to adapt it for a youth audience. I've been working with Life Words in London on this project to create uh, a learning path and resources around the Beatitudes. And the big picture is that um, what if the Beatitudes contain kind of a, a really great summary of the kind of life that we're invited into mm. by the gospel. Yeah. A way of trust, lament, humility, um, just action, compassion, right motive. And um, that, you know, the Beatitudes means blessed. So, mm. so really what Jesus is saying to us at the beginning of the Sermon on the Mount mm. is you're unique your life matters and you're being invited into something bigger than yourself. Mm. And so we're using the Beatitudes as a way of looking at those, those questions. What is, what is re- most real and true and how can I respond to it? And so we're trying to take this approach of action learning and apply it yeah. kind of systematically to the, the nine Beatitudes. And so we're creating a really 11 to 12 week small small group or group experience that helps us engage our whole selves our minds our bodies uh, in relationship to try some new things risk some new things try some, do some experiments mm. and practices to help us discover what's most real and true mm. it's been so exciting oh. just beginning to delve in like you say with yesterday with young people just beginning to play with it and see it in action. It feels, it feels, it felt to me like a quite, quite a change because so much of the youth work that I think even, even I've done and I've been guilty of doing myself is, is still me offering my thoughts on something and then yeah. getting a few thoughts back. And, and this became, this was a learning lab, wasn't it? This was like a, it was experimental. You didn't really know what was going to happen. We planned yeah. it a bit, but you didn't know where we were going to end. Um, and actually, we had a very clear pattern of what we wanted to achieve. But in terms of, you know, they were handed so much of the kind of the moment to respond. And, and 
it, it felt genuinely experimental. It felt genuinely different to, to so many youth group settings that I've been in myself. Yeah, and I think like what we're discovering is maybe there's a, um, there's some free flow, but there's some places we want to go, like you yeah. mentioned. So yeah. we want to we want to help people feel connected, like they belong mm. in the space. Um, we want to open something up about an, a human ache. Mm. Then we want to explore a little bit what does what is how does Jesus speak into that, yeah. and then. Um, the big question is, what could we do right now mm-hmm. to respond to that? And so we did some exercises in the room. Uh, we, we had yeah. 13 <laughs> to 17-year-olds um, practicing, be still and know that I'm God. <laughs> they sat for five minutes. You could hear a pin drop. And, um, and then we asked them, yeah. what was that like? Yeah. And it was great to hear them respond like, yeah. wow, I... I felt really peaceful. I felt yeah. God's presence, like, and it was uh, profound. But yeah. we had some very strange moments about all sorts of YouTube videos. Yeah, about about three <laughs> minutes before, but, yeah. but incredibly, they snapped into zone. <laughs> incredibly, there was a profound moment there, wasn't there? There really was. Yeah. yeah. And then one other element is inviting people to a take-home practice. So um, there's some things we can learn or experience when we're all together. And then I think it goes a bit deeper when we say, I'm going to try mm. something new in my life. So the practice we're all doing this week yeah. is we're, um, we are putting a limit on our fasting from something that is, a, is an unhelpful thing we go to as a way of distracting ourselves from yeah. difficult feelings yeah. and pain. And then the, the yes practice is we're each going to do five minutes of yeah. that um, stillness prayer. And then when we get back, when we're going to see everybody together again Mm. next Wednesday Mm. and we'll have a chance to say, hey, everybody, what was that like Mm. Um, to try that five minutes? And how was it saying no to that video game you usually go to or Mm. the pint of ice cream that you have every night? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, all sorts of confessions around the circle (laughs) that we've just shared with you all. (laughs) Yeah, it's, it's, it's amazing. It feels like it's genuinely responding to where our young people are at mm-hmm. as well, because they are they want to they want to be a part of mm-hmm. yeah they want to be a part of that experience. Don't yeah. They, they want to respond. They want to interact. That's the world they live in. They, yeah. they don't watch a YouTube video. They watch it and then they make their own response. Yeah. So it, it felt exciting to be doing that together. And we have some friends up the road who mm. have done a couple of other pilots with this nine beat mm. stuff, and we're. Um, they picked me up at the airport the other day, and they are like, "Don't, don't lose it!" Don't. They were so excited to want to share with me all the mm-hmm. great things they'd seen with the young people that they work with, and the kind of transformation mm-hmm. and close relationships that developed out of that. So, watch so. this space coming soon. Coming soon. It's exciting. Yeah. So, just tell us. I guess let's end on one. Um, just to get really practical, I guess for the for the youth leaders, the youth workers that are listening to this wondering like hearing and maybe even getting excited about this this approach to youth work that feels a bit different that feels new mm-hmm. um yet also ancient of course mm-hmm. <laughs> all the same time but but what do you want to say to them what is your challenge to them what is the what are your kind of parting words to them yeah i think um broad stroke what i'm seeing is we um the results that we get right now are a direct consequence of how much energy 
we put into what we do. And if we want to see deeper transformation in one another's lives, then it's going to take um, um, it's going to take more effort, more time mm. preparing our hearts and preparing how we're going to engage with with uh, younger people, uh, more time following up than maybe we're used to. Mm. Um, it's um, I think transformation is a highly relational process yeah. as well. Mark, but it's to it's going to be totally worth it. <laughs> it is, it is. We've seen that already. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, Mark, tell us how how do people find out more if they want to connect in with with some of what you shared there, some of the Nine Beats stuff. What yeah. do we do? What can they do? There's a website that's live now called ninebeats.org, and mm -hmm. there's a music album associated with this project. That there'll be a couple of intro videos that mm -hmm. me describing this journey on there, and then we'll be rolling out. Um, resources over the summer will be at Greenbelt in August and um, there's a nine beats uh, or ninefold path notebook that's coming out that groups mm. can use and then hope hopefully sometime this fall we'll oh, have yes. a yeah. digital copy of a, a youth version yeah. of the resource yeah the youth edition is coming yep. it is coming it's happening by the end of the year yeah cross our fingers we've just committed on there <laughs> committed to this so now we have to do it great well thank you for your time brilliant to have you with yeah. us and uh, yeah thanks for sharing Great your wisdom the youth scape podcast so it just it really hits me hearing him chat with alex it's the big question is isn't it is youth ministry something we do to young people or is it something we do with young people mm. and mm. and it's always a fine balance martin i think i i'm a volunteer youth worker who does sometimes late night saturday night quick google what resource am i going to do tomorrow morning with my church youth group um, and i kind of curriculum the living daylights out of them and i, I want to be a good steward of that but actually we need a lot more space for that spontaneity where they they get to see what faith the difference faith makes in our lives and we do something together we mm. we go and we cry together over something mm. that is broken our hearts and it's on one level it makes me feel quite uncomfortable like what, yeah. what how yeah. do you write a report for your pcc or your deacons about that kind of yeah. youth ministry yeah. but well it connects in with that um challenge that we often we often hear and we probably said it from uh, training sessions mm. uh, countless times but it, it's to do with is is um youth ministry something that you deliver Mm. to people and even you know journey alongside them but still you're mm. delivering something to them or is it something you're living to mm. is is the authentic uh, journey of discipleship really going on in your life as well mm. um i've never i've probably told this story twice already on the podcast but i i just think it's such a key story i'll never forget going into a hotel room of a, of a main stage speaker at a conference in america who told me he he was about to speak to three or four thousand youth workers and he hadn't had time alone with God for about six months. Wow. And, he, you know, this is a guy that many of us would know. Yeah. You know, and he was very authentic, very real about yeah. it, and, and, and dealt with it, actually, as a result of this. But, um, but you know, had done six months of putting out and, and giving out without any uh, actual input or, mm. or connection with God himself. And I think that's part of this whole equation. It's like, are we willing to say, you know, I'm going to take this stuff seriously as well. I'm going to take this at face value. I'm going to 
involve myself in these great spiritual experiments. I'm going to recommit myself to spiritual practices and disciplines. I'm going to make this centra, a central and core to my life, as I'm calling it in, in, in young people's lives. Uh, is that really going to, is that really what I'm, I'm saying? Um, if we're not saying that, then we're just stuck in this cycle of trying to deliver the latest thing. Mm. And Mark Scandrette here is not, is not giving us the latest resource, the latest approach. This is, this is millennia old, this mm, stuff. Absolutely. He's just shining a light on it and saying, yes. hey, this is how, I think this is how it's supposed to be done. Yes. But it's for us, the leader, to do it just as much as for the young yeah. person. And, and I think we're tapping into the fact that so many of us as youth workers can feel isolated. I don't want to like bang on that drum because there might be lots of people listening saying, no, no, actually I've got good support. But we've had, you know, I've had conversations with UK youth workers where they've said, actually, I, I'm the only youth worker mm. in the area. I, um, I struggle to kind of connect with people in a friendship capacity because I'm always looking for volunteers and I, and I, who are my friends in this? And I think youth workers, we can feel quite additionally isolated. Mm. Um, but that's no excuse for us not to seek out people to do this journey with us and ask the difficult questions. And it's not as a form of self-harm. I think that's the other thing. We kind of say to ourselves, oh, I really must do this. I really have to kind of like beat myself up spiritually somehow. Mm -hmm. It's not about this, is it? It's about the confidence that comes from knowing God's love and that increasing in our lives. That changes everything. So one of the things I did after Mark Scandrett's um, retreat with us, because I, like you, I took that challenge really personally. Um, and so once I put my daughter to bed, the moment I put her to bed, that is my slot. Before I stick on Netflix, before I get back to emails, before I do anything, a few times a week, that is my slot for half an hour. Mm -hmm. I just stick on some real chill out music and light a candle and get, get God's word and then just say, God, just flood this space and speak. Mm -hmm. And I've had to go back to real basics a little bit mm -hmm. in doing that. But the, the fruit of that is just like, whoa we're not alone yeah, we're not yeah, alone like yeah. ephesians 1 look at all the stuff that god has for us yeah. to pick up why yeah, would we yeah, not yeah. say lord let me let, more of that in my life and yet we don't do we there's stuff gets in the way and and we yeah we, we struggle but so beautiful yeah so uh look out for more of that yes uh, more from mark scandrett and alex drew yes. uh, uh later on in uh, you're drinking yeah. my drink now you're gonna try my drink just I thought that was going to make a really cool slurping it sound, didn't really. and it didn't. I probably got your lurgies because I've drunk from your straw. Why, why so I, I was trying lurgies? to do a really cool. Sound. Why? Why? Why have I now got lurgies? Very good point. You probably don't have lurgies. I'd like to. Do you think, can I ask you? Do you think lurgy is a youth culture word these days? Ooh, I would win that one if it's true. So let's find out what the latest youth culture word is. While I slurp, Martin Saunders is lurgified drink. Word. 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 Today's word is jarring. Jarring. Well, look, we've had some quite serious ones recently. Mm -hmm. So I'm loath to suggest it means cool. So it probably does mean cool now. But, um, <laughs> but we've had guns and, and violence and, and, drugs. and drugs recently. So jarring. I think that is when you go out drinking. Ah. Yeah, because like a jar, of, a jar of beer. You go out drinking. That How about that? So it's drink. yeah. You go out jarring with a jar of ale. I think jarring is when um, like you get in the way of somebody. Yeah. Like so, if somebody wants to fight somebody else and someone stands in between yeah. and acts as a bit like a body block, I think it's something like that. I think it's something to do with fighting or aggression, but it's the person getting in the way, stopping it, or okay. jarring. Getting in the middle. Probably, get, or it might be the person instigating it, or it might be anything to do with youth culture, like drugs and violence and sex and everything. Yeah. So it's either that or everything. That's all the things. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's see what it is. 
Now, jarring means annoying. If someone, if someone is being annoying, they are being jarring. He's being well jarring to me. Oh, that's so jarring! It is jarring. <laughs> that's so jarring. Ah, well, that's the first time I've thought that one of these silly youth culture words actually yeah. makes some semblance of sense. Right. So basically, as a result today, I've got to go and listen to Dr. Lenz. Read Dr. Lenz. No, that wasn't today, was it? Thank you. No. So basically, I need to go away and read the Urban Dictionary. Yeah. Well, that would help both of us, I think. Fantastic. I need to get my yeah. jar of beer and uh, read yeah. the you, Do you know, if you were a hipster, Rachel, which you're not... <laughs> I'd have a beard for You a would, start. but you, you would drink your beer out of a jam jar. That's what they do in these oh, hip venues. Yes. I don't live anywhere hip. I live in North London. North London's hip? Well, my bit of North London ain't hip. Yeah, that's right. Got lots of chicken shops. That's very hip. I love it. Uh, I've got a couple of things to talk about quickly. Oh, before dude. we go. Before I decide to shut this thing down. Yeah, you like to I like close. I shutting it down. You like closing. I've noticed that. These people have got jobs to go to. They've got coffee to drink. All right. So, oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Don't leave that in. So, uh, so one thing I just wanted to tell people about. Some people like to know about things a long way in advance. I love it, yeah. So, I'm just going to tell you about something we're piloting in Luton this year, which may become... Uh, exciting and interesting next year, this time next year. So this Sunday coming, we are going to do uh, a cross-church youth work Sunday in Luton's churches. Yes. So we're going to almost all the churches in Luton, or, or a large significant number of them, and we're going to be doing uh, a youth work focused service Fantastic. with the people there. So it's me, someone from Youthscape uh, helping to uh, put on a service which just shines a light on what's already happening in youth ministry across the town, in the church, and calls uh, volunteers out of the congregation. Mm -hmm. That's our big focus, really. So we're, th that's the reason we're doing it, because I, I personally believe we're going to need a whole new generation of youth work volunteers. Mm -hmm. And you may hear that message a few times over the course of the next couple of years. Oh, yeah. Um, but um, uh, Youth Work Sunday, uh, in its pilot year, is about getting Luton's churches to, uh, to send forth an army. Yes. That brilliant. sounds a bit Lord of the Rings, that, doesn't it? Well, I think, uh, I do whole, love the whole Gandalf, yeah. thou shalt not pass. So people yeah. that can stand in the gap. Thou shalt not yes. pass onto the preaching rotor. <laughs> thou shalt, thou shalt do youth ministry instead. So uh, so that's what we're doing. So we'll let you know brilliant. how it goes. Um, but we're doing that in about 20, 25 Luton churches. Do you know summer. what? I was just thinking, in the summer, I was at a youth festival and I met two ladies in their 60s who were Catholic nuns. Mm. They were camping at this particular youth festival with 15 teenage girls. Wow. How awesome that, is that? That is awesome. So when we say we're calling out a new generation, it's not necessarily of young 20-somethings. Young although, come on, 20-somethings. Yeah. This could be... Put down your jam jars. Yeah, Get involved it. in youth ministry. Keep your beards and get involved in youth ministries. But all ages, these two nuns were loving the festival. Oh. LZ7 were playing that night and these nuns loved it. They absolutely loved it. And the girls were so appreciative that these nuns came wow. and, 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 and brought them camping. It was they're amazing volunteer youth workers. So all ages, yeah, come on. So we'll let you know how it goes. We can and do then, this. And then next year, next September, we are going to uh, try and launch a <gasps> national... Youth Ooh. Work Sunday. You you could have Martin Saunders in your church. I Ooh. I will come to speak at your church, provided there's no more than fifty people. <laughs> yeah, because because I'm not very good. <laughs> I'm not very good at speaking, and so I don't want more than fifty. I'll people write his to, talk for him to see okay. it. 
Oh, um, we'll prep him. So, uh, so that's so we'll let you know how that goes. The other thing I just wanted to mention was it just in uh, uh, just the interview earlier made me think about it. But we do run this amazing uh, youth yes. worker devotional series called Open Mind, and it's free, completely free. free. Yeah. All we have to do is sign up for it online. Very easy to do that. You go to openme.cc. And, uh, and you will get a weekly devotional by some of the greatest uh, uh, minds known to man and woman. And uh, then also you'll get some stuff through the post. You'll get some stuff to your phone. And it'll only be for six weeks. It'll just be a little six-week block. And the next block starts... Uh, at the National Youth Ministry Weekend yes, in November. Yes, come on. Which so, you're all booked in for, aren't you, my lovely ones? Come on, book yourself in. My lovely ones. My lovely ones. They respond to the... To the it's, it's a the West Country fact, accent. West Country accent. You're more likely to book on to National Youth Ministry Conference if people use the West Country accent. Well, we'll try that. <laughs> That'll be our new radio campaign. It's such a gorgeous place in the world. Anyway. So uh, so book on to yes. uh, openme.cc to get your, um, uh, your free... free. Open yeah. me, which you'll now forget about, and will be a beautiful surprise in November. And then also book onto the National Youth Ministry Weekend because it'll be excellent. And we accept people from all corners of the globe, yes. not just Devon and Cornwall. No, absolutely anywhere you can come. We'd love to see you. It'd be so amazing. So, dear friends. Yeah, you're going to close it, aren't you? Oh, sorry, no, no. You are. No, so we had agreed on the paper. On the paper, Martin will close. Rachel, will back off. Right, yeah. Martin, come on. I'm do having it. the last you word. Better this do time. it well. I just want to say... Some scripture. Gathering together all the saints. <laughs> I want to say, uh, may you go now and have a wonderful week of youth ministry. Uh, full of the joy of the Lord. And Oh my goodness. <laughs> you're just trying to get the last word, aren't no, it's you? So well, it's so heartfelt. Just iron your shirt next time. Can we have a nicer shirt? Keep going. Keep going. It's good. That's fine. It's fine. We're done. <laughs>